You're listening to Super Power Up with multidimensional master, superpower expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Tonya Don Reckla. If you're ready to disrupt reality, then sit down, strap in, and prepare to experience the show that proves there is no spoon. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I am so delighted to share with you our guest today. Everybody just settle in. This is going to be yummy because so many of us are have those moments and those books and those ideas and those thought leaders or those those insights that come to us. And it's that that perfect moment of like, bing, and the light comes on and then and, and it spreads. And I know so many of you, um, for so many of you, that inception point um, in some of your transformation was reading The Alchemist. Uh, many times we've talked about it. You know, we we share that wisdom, and so. If that is you and you you know that book, or if you're now curious about that book, then you're in for a real treat today because we're going to be talking with Colm Holland, who was part of the team that brought all of that to us. And so all of those, all of us who benefited from that, we are now going to talk with a gentleman who got to take part in that. And and really, the conversation today is is a space so many of you are sitting in. How do I take this knowingness, this wisdom? I, I know that this walk with the divine, I know that that what God's telling me to do, I know I can see it, I can feel it, but but then I look at my life or I look at the world and it's not that, right? How do how do I how do I reconcile that? Well, we don't recommend reconciling it. We actually recommend transforming it. And so that's what we're talking about today. Transform the mundane into the miraculous. And that means being able to bring heaven here on earth, right? It means being able to see the divine in everything and watch it transform. And, and, and I know you're hungry for that walk and, and we're going to, we're going to tell you a little bit more about that today. So without further ado, please join me in welcoming to the show, Colm Holland. So glad you could join us today. Hi, Tanya. I'm pleasure. Absolute pleasure to be here with you. Thank you. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Well, we will start off in our tradition of asking, what are your superpowers? Okay, my superpower is um, actually fueled by um, a, a power that I have learned to tap into probably when I was about 18 years old, and that is the power of unconditional love. Mm. So that is my super. Am I really good at it? Oh, please don't press <laughs> me too hard on that one. <laughs> Can I love my neighbor as myself? Well, yeah, I'm giving you. Uh, am I able to love my enemies? Ooh, well, can, let's just step back on that one for a moment. But yeah, the power of unconditional love is the is is not a, a, a superpower that I claim to own, um, like Superman, but it is a power that I claim to have discovered. And the interesting thing about what I discovered about it is that it actually existed within me, isn't that? I thought it it lived somewhere else. (laughs) I spent a lot of my life thinking, oh, it lives out there somewhere. It's God out there in the universe or it's um, spirit out there in the cosmos. And and the big shock, and this was part of what um, publishing and and, uh, working on The Alchemist by Paolo Caleb, the big shock that that came home to me that actually all of us – have the power of unconditional love living within our own very beings. Um, it's just that it's hidden. It's buried, just like in the story of the alchemist. Those of you who've read the story, you know it's all about Santiago, the shepherd boy, and he uh, has buried his dreams. But not only has he buried his dreams, his true empowerment and treasure is buried 
deep somewhere within the ground which is representative of his own soul. And what I love that why I love that story of the alchemist, the, the hero's journey, is that of course he goes full circle and comes all the way back around again and then discovers that the power to turn the mundane into the miraculous, the ability to perform magic in his life was buried within him right at the mm -hmm. very beginning. He just needed to discover it. Mm -hmm. Well, and I love, you said so much with that in the sense that, you know, a lot of times um, our greatest superpower, right? Our superpowers start off as our greatest challenges. And there's a reason for that. You know, we contend that these are, these are, you know, divine gifts and it's available to all of us, but, but they, they come at a price and the price mm -hmm. is the willingness to let go of any fear-based kind of version of reality and, and relax into the divine. And sometimes we do have to go on a journey to discover that because, you know, one of the things that we teach is, is you can't turn aspects of yourself over to spirit if you, if you're not consciously aware of them. And so if they're programmed and operating without your awareness, then in, in times of fear or, or constriction, that's what you're going to go to, in which case it's something that's housed outside of what you've turned over and spirit can't come in and grab it. You have mm -hmm. to be willing to release it. And so that, you know, you kind of ingest for like, you know, maybe you haven't mastered it. But, and, and I think that that really speaks to this beautiful, expansive journey we all get to be on where there's layers upon layers and and, and we can we can master it here and then we're invited into even bigger spaces with it and the power that that we continue to be imbued with and can wield on behalf of it just continues to grow as we can continue to be more and more you know dare I say obedient into it right I know that really grates on some of you former soldier it doesn't scare me off like I'm okay with obedience and, and, and I've learned that that served me extremely well in this walk with spirit also and so I love that you gave voice to all of that and, and and of course that 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 walk right back to center mm -hmm. but 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 here's the question that comes up is what what is it that determines if people are going to have the courage mm. to allow for the mundane to truly transform like a, a tiger can want to change its stripes but it's got to allow the stripes to change and and yes. so how do we you know have you in your walk and in your work with people and your study in this area, have you have you have you come up with the holy grail that determines like what is it that's <laughs> going to have people stand in the fire and get forged versus yes. running away? Yes, I've discovered the holy grail. If you would like to send me a thousand dollars each, I accept PayPal, all kinds of credit cards. Um, seriously, guys, this is the thing. When I um, encountered the book The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho, I it took me a long time, but one day that I had that eureka moment, what is the secret that's actually living within this book? And so that's why I've written my book, The Secret mm -hmm. of the Alchemist, is because I actually did discover a secret that was hidden, as they say, in plain sight. And that was the mysteries of the ancient wisdom of alchemy. If you go back to the book, The Alchemist, and leaf through the pages, it's like a light comes on the moment you realize that page after page after page is trying to teach us something about the ancient wisdom of alchemy. And I thought, this is amazing. I had no idea this was what I even read the first time around that I've, I read <laughs> the story. You, did, you I, didn't know the alchemist was written in alchemy. <laughs> you ask anybody who's read it, and nine times out of ten, they'll tell you the book is about following your dreams. Oh, how funny. <laughs> I never even thought about it that way. Only so cool. a few. I've only ever met probably <laughs> one other person ever 
who has said to me, oh, isn't it about alchemy? And I go, correct, <laughs> yes. And you, you obviously knew that before I did. So I thought everybody knew that. I'm so sorry mm. that I shouldn't have laughed. I apologize. No, 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 don't laugh because this is the nature of alchemy. If you study the ancient alchemists, they will tell you it has this knack of hiding itself. And the moment you think you've got your hands on it and you've grasped it, you, this is a truth. Okay, this is what it is, and you squeeze it, it pops up somewhere else over there. <laughs> yep. Completely opposite direction. But what I did discover, to answer your question, is if we're going to take that transformational journey to our true empowerment, which is our real treasure, ancient alchemists discovered there is a path with various steps on it that can assist us. They're not the actual answer it's in, them, in and of themselves, but they are really helpful things that can help take us there. And those are three, they can be boiled down to three core steps. And these are, in my well, opinion... Well, wait, pause, pause, pause. We're going to leave that as a dingle oh, because okay. people are going to okay. join us right after the break because they're going to want to okay. hear that. So before we go to the break really quickly, where can people go to find out more about you, Colin? Oh, um, Amazon, my book is called The Secret of the Alchemist. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all great online bookstores. That's really a good place to start. Beautiful, beautiful. And we and folks, we'll have a link to that on the page, so make sure you go check out the episode page. And, and Colm, you said a mouthful. I'm, I'm grinning from ear to ear because you're talking about secrets hidden in plain sight. You know, I'm from the counter intel world. We love this stuff. So, so this is getting <laughs> juicy, folks. You're going to want to come back right after the break. So don't miss out. We're talking today with Colm Holland about the, how to transform the mundane into the miraculous. Stick with us, folks. We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Awesome. We're back. This is Tonya Don Reckla, and you're listening to Disrupt Reality. We're talking today with Colm Holland about transform the mundane into the miraculous. And right before the break, I cut him off even. He was getting ready to give it to us, these secrets, right, that hide in plain sight. Folks, this is why I'm giggling. Like, I really have inappropriate laughter at this stage of my experience because I just delight in everything as the magic comes up and the, the you know, you can see the layers upon the layers appear and as people open their eyes to it, it's so brilliant. And I know you all are hungry for this. So Colin, back to you on this idea of you, you saw this kind of I kind of see it like a like an Iron Man movie, right? Where like the he he kind of whips his hand around and the 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 holographic images of whatever was on his computer uh, uh, screen come come into the air and he can move things around. And so so I'm watching you like just illuminate these three secrets that you uncovered that have been hiding in plain sight. Um, please please share. Uh, that was a long time for me to hold my breath, by the way. Whew. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit sentence. Okay, three things. The alchemists 
always cloaked what they knew, the wisdom that they held and had discovered in symbols and symbology, and particularly the concept of a, a laboratory, where they, they, their main symbol was the principle of turning lead into gold. And they recorded this. And then later on in history, there was a guy called Professor Karl Marx, uh, sorry, Karl Jung. Uh, there was a Karl Marx as well, but that's not the one I meant. So <laughs> Professor Karl Jung, who said, hey, this is also what I've discovered in my theory of um, psychoanalysis. So what is, the, what is going on here? Well, there are three core steps to becoming um, our true selves to discovering deep within that unconditional love that can empower our lives. The first step is called the black phase, according to the alchemists. This is when they turn the heat up on the, the lead in the crucible in their laboratory, and it would start bubbling away and it would break down into its very, very, very base components, and it would form this black substance. That's why they called it the black phase. From a spiritual, internal, psychological point of view, this is really about going into the dark night of the soul. And this is where the mundane lives within us. So the mundane that we're going to turn and transform miraculously in, into miracles and magic begins here. We have to embrace, we have to face those darkest, deepest, most hidden parts of our own psyche, our own personality, our own emotional life, all the things that we really want to keep hidden from everybody else. And that's tough work, Tonya. I don't need to tell you that. You know how <laughs> hard that journey is. But sadly, I, I'd love to give everybody a really easy shortcut. <laughs> Say, oh, no, don't worry about the black face. Let's just go straight to the white face. <laughs> you don't have one, two, three steps, huh? Yeah, yeah. Let's forget number one. That's too hard. Let's just jump to number. Just gonna jump just, over it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just make you know. Let's just attract things and let's not worry about you know, what's really going on <laughs> deep down inside our soul. So when we face those, there is we do need help, and I can't stress this enough, Tonya. The the number of people who I see trying to get through life and transformation on their own mm. is really tough. Yeah, um, amen to that. Amen to that, folks. Get support. Get love. Absolutely. Calm. I'm so glad you just said that. Ask love for help because that's where you're headed. You're headed for that, that place where unconditional love lives. Mm. So why not just ask it for help? In the story of the alchemist, it said, you know, Paolo Kayla says, you know, when, when somebody uh, commits to realizing their dream, the whole universe conspires to make mm -hmm. that happen. And if we can just believe that and hang on to that and call that in when we go down that dark road, it will happen. Trust me, if you read my book, The Secret of the Alchemist, I'm not going to go into it now, but you'll see I actually made a decision to, to tread that road. Some people begin to tread it through grief, through trauma, through some terrible event in their life, but, but it's also possible to choose it. And even when grief and dark episodes do appear in our lives, it's very easy to try and push them away, push them down, um, go into denial and, and not face the lesson that that is offering us at that moment in time. So that is number one, mm. transformation. Um, took me, I probably spent 18 months just in that, on that path. Mm -hmm. Really uh, quickly, I, I want to add to that. The, yeah. I love that you spoke about choosing it. And I would actually say even when grief presented presents it to us or, or any catalytic event kind of brings mm. it to our attention 
I, I think folks, you still get credit for choosing in that moment because any, any one of those events, it, it can catalyze you into walking that journey and really coming out the other side, or it, it can also catalyze you in, in further and deeper into fear. And those of you who, who made the choice to, to kind of step on that, whether you were consciously aware of it or not, it's still, I, I think that's, that's huge kudos. And I'm glad you, you brought that forward column. And then the, and then the word that came up for me was um, the idea of pronoia um, around the idea that the universe conspires on your behalf. And um, so it's such a beautiful, I, 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 there were moments in that journey where I really clung to that notion of pronoia. And like, you know, I have a, a, a very clear choice because it's either that or paranoia, right? And it's like, which do I want? What kind of world do I want to live in? And so sometimes that was my lifeline, folks. And mm -hmm. you need to grab those little moments and those little sayings and those little things and 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 and, and rest them in love, um, like Colin's suggesting, and 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 hold on. Um, beautiful, beautiful. Okay, number two. What's number two? It's the white phase. So when you reach the end of of the road in the black phase, you'll know when you reach them because it's as if nothing has any reason left whatsoever to life. It is rock bottom. And um, what, what you will discover when you reach rock bottom is there is a, a brand new light appearing. And this is the beginning of the white phase because when we're truly and honestly open and vulnerable in that place of, of rock bottom, then light and love has the ability finally to <laughs> permeate out like the opening of the lotus to to bring insight and purification back into the depths of our souls the white phase is is in the story of the alchemist is where santiago goes into a crystal shop and he's cleaning glass crystal in, in the shop window and people are coming in and buying it people want this and if you want to attract purification and life and love into your life, then it's really important to let love clean and purify who you actually are. So this is not about becoming somebody else. This is not like trying to become like some guru or, or some saint or whoever <laughs> we aspire to. It, please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Yeah. <laughs> You'll waste so much time trying to do it that. It won't work. <laughs> and it doesn't work. You're right. Um, you are to become yourself. And the, mm. and that's what the white phase is, is allowing the love that you have invited in, which you now are beginning to realize is, is emerging from within you yourself, that will begin to manifest the treasure of who you are. And this is the paradox. This is the irony that the things that we've regarded as our most worthless parts of ourselves become our greatest treasure. <laughs> That's another way of saying that's how the mundane becomes transformed into the miraculous. Beautiful. There is a third stage. I've got time for the third stage. Of course. Hit us with it. Red stage. So in the laboratory, they've been heating up the crucible. The lead's turned into a black substance. Then they turn up even more heat and it turns into this white powder, which is the white stage. And then it's almost like they, they used, the ancient alchemists used to call it the peacock moment or the rainbow moment, or the phoenix moment. It was like a, a red spark would just appear within the crucible, as if it was releasing the power that has now been, been located within mm -hmm. the substance. And that's the red phase. And that usually involves <laughs> you know, action. This means 
you've been given this opportunity so that you um, can actually do something with it. Because if you want to know the purpose of life, in my estimation, this is what I've discovered. I will humbly offer you this, that for me, the greatest purpose in life is to not only discover unconditional love within, but to then offer that out to the world that we live in around us right now. The people, the people in our lives, the people in our families, the people in our workplace, the, wherever we are, that is the treasure that we have to offer. And mm. the compulsion to share it will be overwhelming. Nobody's going to have to tell you to share it. Nobody's nope. going to say, yeah, you know, you should do this. That. You will just do it. It will be something you cannot even hold in. Um, it is a fire. It's this spark of life. Um, the ancient alchemists used to call it prima materia, and they believe that this spark lives within all of life, including the human heart, the human soul, and the journey of transformation, turning the mundane into the miraculous, is that you can actually perform miracles. That, that you, an ordinary human, just like me, I'm just an ordinary human, um, can perform magic. And that magic is not to be underestimated. It is, I'm talking about life-changing magic. And if you've never entered into that space in your life, you may have done a lot of hard work and, and congratulations and all kudos to you for doing that. But if you're still not quite over the threshold of seeing what you've discovered manifest into your life, then I do strongly recommend you think about having a look at the alchemical process and, and the stages that, that I'm talking about there today. Mm, beautiful. And, and, and I think we would be remiss if we didn't really over i don't think we could overemphasize honestly that that folks this is a journey and it's not to be undertaken lightly sometimes you're you're we're all going to go on it right but but the concept is there's there's also this real um you know different teachers call it different things but but in our world we call it kind of the dissolving of self right there there is a price that gets paid along this trajectory and it's not what you think it is i love Colin, how you how you stated, you know, the the things that you thought were were kind of the hardest parts of you, or the the most difficult aspects, become this greatest gift. In, in our way of talking, um, I've described it as, you know, when I when I got into that space, which we call the abstract frequency, it was so bizarre in, in that middle space because I I held both the memories of previous, but I also can remember having been there the entire time, and so every situation got rewritten in that space and of course that's where you see everybody's there you know it's just this, this kind of miraculous thing that occurs but the um but the value in seeing that is that it it really feeds into this notion of you were there all along yes. and and so both can be true and you have to you have to be willing to hold that in those transitional spaces because while colin described the the three stages the most challenging moments are in between each one. Those phases right between each step because you just finally, the black phase may be tough, right? It, you may be you may be spent, you're lying there, but at the end of it, you're comfortable in that. Like you're, you're at yes. the bottom, you're there. So now here comes this invitation to go through yet another transformative journey. And, and sometimes we're like, uh, no thanks, I'm good. And we do have people camp out there. In fact, I mean, we, we had a client say, I appreciate you opening the door. I understand now what it is. 
I'm not going to walk through it right now. And it's like, okay, <laughs> well, that's cool. Like, I don't, you know, have fun with that. But it, you know, so I think that it's important to, to give voice to the fact that there is a divine asset. There's a power at play here that supersedes all of us. And so if any aspect of you is thinking like, oh, I can do this and look, I'm going to be able to do this with it. Let that go now, because the only way you traverse through this is if at some point you let go of what you think you want and move into total alignment with what is. That's the only way you get to have a conscious co-creative experience here, folks. So this is not the small self thinking it's going to manifest a Porsche in your driveway. And I know, Colin, like that, that was so rich in your experience. But I do Mm. know a lot of you are sitting in... um, in, in what, what I meant by that was that you did such a good job of not making it that. And I know, folks, how we take those things and we bastardize them. Do not do it. Don't yes. take that into any sort of physical gain, um, material gain. If, 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 you're, if you're confused about why not, go read the Bible, right? It's all throughout the Bible. Go try <laughs> that. Like there's tons of stories. I don't care if you believe it or not. There's tons of stories as to mm. why you don't do that. This is the walk and nothing short of merging in with the divine will allow you to traverse it. Yes. Couldn't agree more. Do I have time for one tiny little story? before? I'm kind of enthralled right now. So I think I'm yours, Colin. What what would you like to share? I want to hear more. I love listening to you. Please share. I've got one little story just to illustrate the point you just made. So when I published The Alchemist by Paolo Kahlo in 1993, he came to Australia. I was living in Australia with my family, and he said he wanted to thank me for believing. He said, you're the first person in the whole of this publishing company who really believes this is going to be a mega bestseller. Mm. How many is it sold? 85 million (laughs) copies, Guinness Book of Records, most books sold by a living author ever. Yeah, it sold really well. And he knew that, but I believed it as well. And he said, I want to thank you. I want to give you something for that. And um, I thought he was going to give me something like a gold Rolex. <laughs> like, sure. Because <laughs> I thought, well, what's he going to give me? You know, that would be nice. That would be a really, you know, I could, <laughs> I could brag brag out on that, you know, at the bar for years to come. You know, right? <laughs> See this gold Rolex, Paolo Gaylor gave me that. And he said, no, I asked God what I should give you. And God told me to spend a day of my time doing my alchemy magic just for you, Colin. Oh, wow. Oof. And I was going, well, a gold Rolex would have been nice. But, yeah, if, if, if you insist. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> yeah, if, if you insist. And that was the one of the most pivotal transformational oh. moments of my entire existence because I, like your client, I had reached the point where I said, you know what? I've done an awful lot of work here in the soul, and I think I've, I think I deserved a well-earned rest. I'm and a gold sit. Rolex. <laughs> yeah, and what have I got to show for it? A gold Rolex. He challenged me. He was the alchemist in my life. What he said was this, so that whatever you want, I've talked to the universe, so that whatever you want, Colin, will come to pass. You just need to decide what do you want. And mm. that want was not a gold Rolex. That want was something much he knew. He said that to my soul, uh, not to my material desires. What a gift. What a and gift. So I've spent most of my life since then trying to figure out, you know, what did he do for a day of his time doing alchemy magic, quote, unquote. What was that? And I think I figured it out. Uh, I probably figured it out about 15 years ago. So I now, that is what I do. 
So one of the things I do day to day is I do alchemy magic on behalf of others. And I have to say, I am living what I would call an enchanted life. It is, mm. I don't think that this gift that I'm able to give to others is is my purpose, it's my destiny, and the joy and, and, and the humility of just seeing the universe want to give the best to other people when they just open their hearts and ask for it is so humbling, Tanya. I cannot tell you how mm. how small that makes me feel and yet how grateful and fulfilled that makes me feel to be in the presence of such divine and awesome power in my I'm so glad that I've lived to to know that experience. Mm, beautiful. Um, yeah, beautiful. So. I think it brings to mind, I think, I think the final want that we're left with um, is the the desire for 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 others to receive. Mm -hmm. Um and and it, it that still tethers us here. It's still a personal want, folks. You still have to work through that one too. But <laughs> but I do think it's the the one that lingers the most in in the phase you're speaking of because because how how would you not want to share it? I mean, I know I know the evangelists get a bad rap, and on at some level, you you kind of you just you you don't have it. I mean, you just are. Your your very essence is the sharing of it. You couldn't stop it if you wanted to. You would have to cease mm -hmm. to exist. And even then, you probably couldn't stop it. So, no, so I'd be back. I would, <laughs> yeah, I would be back. You're, You're going to feel away. me from wherever I'm going, folks. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting you... rid of this. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, true. beautiful. Well, what a what a delightful uh, moment we got to share here today. I, I adore you, and I'm so so much in gratitude that you followed your guidance and you walked that path, even when you didn't totally understand how it was going to unfold because yes. you open, you offered the rest of us such an amazing gift and, and a, and, and a glimpse inside a world that so many people are starving for. And then you had the courage to step through that doorway yourself. And so, um, you know, what beautiful alchemy occurred there with, between two men in a book, right? And it, it's a, it, it's such a wonderful story and we are all the better because of it. And, and so, so kudos to you, sir, and, and, and much respect for the fact that you, you chose to persevere in that. Thank you. Thank you, Tanya, and every blessing in, in all of these, all the wonderful work you do with your podcasts and, and elsewhere. Thank you. Beautiful. Let's remind folks one more time, where's the best place to go to find out more about you and where they can get the book? My website is Colm Holland, C-O-L-M Holland.com. And also uh, the other place to find the book is uh, Amazon.com, The Secret of the Alchemist. Beautiful. And we'll have a link on our site, folks, so you don't have to think too hard. But I know all of you are already have already looked them up. You've probably already purchased, so I don't need to say anything. So um, <laughs> so, so our, our folks go where they're guided. It's beautiful. Well, Thank you so much, and we adore you, and, and I look forward to hearing many, many more wonderful things about your journey and, and your work here in the world. Love and blessings, everyone. Thank you. Mm, to you also, and to all of you out there, we adore you. We so, so hold you in gratitude. This is your network, and we're happy that you're sharing it and that you're listening and that you're consuming it at, at higher frequencies and really allowing spirit to pour into you. Um, it means a lot to us. And if you want more, we offer a free video training series as well. You can check out the IM series on our site. Just go to the messages tab. Um, and it's, that's our gift to you. That's our commitment to make sure that those of you who have the courage to walk this path are feeling supported in that. Um, we adore you and, and we thank you. And until next time, go out 
uncover your superpowers and change the world. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other, folks. We love you. Goodbye for now. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.